Hi everyone, this is Yosef Siegel, and welcome back to this week's edition of the AMM Torah Podcast. This week we have another special SOS, Summer of Subscribers to our Torah edition. Um, but before we get into that, it was uh, called to my attention this week that our iTunes page uh, for the podcast, uh, which you can find by searching for the AMM Torah Podcast or my name, Yosef Siegel. Uh, but anyway, the, uh, the iTunes page was only hosting the previous 10 podcasts, uh, which until this week uh, would be going back to uh, Parshas Achremos Kedoshim at the beginning of May. Obviously, uh, the podcast has been going on for a lot longer than that. We started back in September. Um, so hopefully uh, we fixed the problem, and uh, you should be able to get all our podcasts now from the beginning on iTunes. <laughs> but I just want to remind everyone that the podcast uh, in its entirety is available on my website, hashkafahandbook.com. And just click on the podcast uh, tab, and you can get all of our podcasts over there. Uh, but now that's that's out of the way, um, I want to introduce our uh, guest podcaster this week. Uh, he is my friend Nosi Samuel, who is a uh, frequent contributor to our SOS program. Uh, this is either the second or third year that uh, he's participating, and uh, I really want to thank him uh, for helping us out once again and for participating once again. Um, I want to encourage everyone. Nussi also wrote the Dvar Torah this week, which uh, you could you could get uh, if you get our email, then you'll have already gotten. Uh, you could also get it on the blog. <clears throat> but I would strongly encourage you to read uh, his written version of the Dvar Torah uh, in conjunction uh, with this podcast. And I hope you enjoy. So without further ado, here's the Dvar Torah for Parsha Dvar. In the beginning of this week's Parsha, the Parsha goes on to say and mention Bamidbar, Barava, Melsuf, so on and so forth. And Rashi gives an explanation for each word mentioned what exactly it means and what sin it corresponded to. The first Rashi says that these were words of Musr and, were, and Moshe mentioned all the places that Klai Yisrael angered Hashem. But rather than say so explicitly, Moshe hid it as not to embarrass Klai Yisrael and, and as Rashi says, for the honor of Klai Yisrael. It says the Chachamim does point out that later it does go into detail about the Musr and, and it does say it outright, but at least the beginning of the Parsha, right when you open it, should not be something harsh or something that would be embarrassing and besmirched the honor of Klai Yisrael. The question is, why was Moshe not afraid to give Musr to Klai Yisrael? It wasn't just this veiled Musr that he gave them. According to many Mepharshim, it was Moshe's Musr to Klai Yisrael that caused him to lose his privilege to go into Eretz Yisrael. In the story of Meimeriva in which Moshe hid the rock, instead of talking to it, he gave Musr to Klai Yisrael by saying, Shimonu Hamorim. Listen, you rebels. Not only does Moshe give Musr to Klai Yisrael, in Sefer Devarim, he used the same wording, the same Lushan, by saying Vatamru in this week's Parsha twice. In Devarim, Perak Aleph, Pasik 
Chaf Vav, and again in Perak Aleph, Pasuk Mem Gimel. And later in Sefer Devarim, in Pashas Ekev, it says, Mamar Meisim, you have been rebelling. So, if that's what caused him to lose his privilege of going into Eretz Yisrael, why is it that Moshe did not feel that it would be a problem for him to mention it over here in Sefer Devarim? There are many possible answers, but we're just going to focus on three of them. The Medrash in Devarim Rabbah says that when Moshe, when Hashem told Moshe to review the Torah by writing Mishnah Torah, Moshe planned on omitting any mention of the Averis and did not want to give them Musr. Reb Simon says that it can be compared to the following Mashal. There was once a student walking with his teacher. His teacher was imparting to him the knowledge and the know-how of precious stones. The student saw a coal that was on fire while they were walking and picked it up thinking it was a gem and got burnt. As he continued walking with his teacher, the, stu the student saw a precious stone and was afraid of touching it thinking it was a burning coal. So his teacher said to him, you can pick it up, that is a precious stone. So too, Moshe was afraid to give any Muslim to Klai Yisrael since he got burnt by telling Klai Yisrael, Shimu no Hamorim. Listen, you rebels. He lost his privilege to enter Yisrael by saying so. So Hashem told him not to be afraid. He can give the Musr. Or we see that this Musr was encouraged by Hashem. According to the Rambam, the sin that Moshe committed was that he got angry when he said, Listen, you rebels. Rashi and Pasha's Matos says the same thing and says that each time Moshe got upset, he made an error in judgment. Moshe's Musr of Shemu no Hamorim is one of the examples Rashi uses where he got angry and lost his um, judgment. And he made an error in judgment. That statement said in anger caused Moshe to hit the, the rock rather than speak to it. And that, and that is what caused him to lose his privilege of entering at Israel. So it wasn't the mustard that was the cause of the punishment. It was how the mustard was given, which was done angrily. A third possible answer is that there's a difference in, in Sefer Bamidbar and Sefer Devarim. Specifically, when Moshe used the same word, wording, such as Vatamru, and you rebelled, or Mamrimurisim, you have been rebelling, versus what it says in, in Sefer Bamidvar, Shimunu Hamorim, listen, you rebels. When Moshe is saying, Shimunu Hamorim, listen, you rebels, he's calling them a name, and really he's just saying who they are when he said that. Hamorim, listen, you rebels. As opposed to in Sefer. Devarim, it seems more removed. And he's speaking of Klai Yisrael's actions. That is Musa that one can hear and accept. And Musa that Moshe will not get punished for. And Hashem even encouraged that. We should be careful not to label a sinner or failure. But rather someone who may have sinned or may have had a failing. This is true especially for ourselves. As we all have shortcomings. Let's not define who we are. 
If we want to be able to overcome our shortcomings and help others overcome theirs, we must remember that it's just an action and not our essence. Good Shabbos. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Uh, I want to thank Nussi Samuel once again uh, for this week's Tvar Torah, both written and recorded. Uh, there's a couple more weeks where you can still participate in the SOS program. Just email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. And really, even after the program ends, I still want to hear from all of you and still feel free to uh, submit your Divrei Torah. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll have to extend the uh, Summer of Subscribers program this year uh, into the fall. It's, uh, you never know. But anyway, don't forget to... Uh, Download this podcast off of iTunes. Uh, also get it off of the website, ashkafahandbook.com. Check out the blog, oldideasforthemodernmind.blogspot.com. And, of course, uh, please sign up for our email newsletter uh, where you can get the, the Dvar Torah straight to your inbox and also uh, more uh, updates on AMM Torah and what we're working on. And, of course, please check us out on social media, facebook.com slash Torah and on Twitter at Torah. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Next week, it looks like we're going to have another SOS um, contribution. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, have a great job, everybody.